Hello and welcome to Bougie Adjacent. I'm Amanda Lauren. Today I am doing another solo episode. So this should be fun. I feel like from now on, and I could be totally wrong here, I think every other episode might be a solo episode because everyone tells me how much they like these. Um, and it's easier than doing interviews all the time because this is a lot of work. Um, I will be, but I have two really good episodes in the can. The one that will come out next week is about these amazing towels, um, which sounds boring, but I swear it's a really good interview and they're my favorite towels. Um, and the other one is with Allie Levine. I did her podcast. This was probably a month ago, maybe a month in change. And we swapped and we just haven't, um, we just haven't posted them yet. So here I go. I thought for this episode, it really got me thinking. I was talking to someone today um, and I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos. So here are things you don't need for your home and what to buy instead. Because I think that we think we need to buy things. Like, listen, I am pro-consumerism, all of that. I buy way too much stuff, okay? But I will say that there are a lot of things that we think we need to buy. Um, I see a lot of people post on Facebook, too, about, like, wedding registries. What do I need? What don't I need? So here are just a few things that have been on my mind of things you don't really need to buy. The first off will not come. The first one will not come as a surprise to anyone. It's anything that's part of a set. Anything that's like a bedroom set, a living room set. I hate sets. If you're trying to decorate and you want things to look nice and you want things to look interesting and you don't want your home to look like a showroom for a store that's like Joe's Discount Furniture, don't buy a set. Let me say this, and I said this in the previous episode. Um, I mean, I have a bedroom set. I did sort of change it out a little bit by swapping out the hardware. Um, and I'm pretty sure that my bedroom, I don't love it. I think I might get a new one this year. We'll, we'll decide if you, if you're listening and you make bedroom sets, hit me up if you want to collect bedroom. I just said, don't buy a set. If you make bedroom furniture, um, and you want to collab, please hit me up. Oh, and if you're not already following me on Instagram, I'm going to be doing a lot of really interesting content, especially for the holidays. Follow me um, at It's Amanda Lauren and on Twitter at Amanda Lauren. These are also in the show notes. So avoid bedroom sets, avoid living room. It's just boring. It's basic, not even in the pumpkin spice latte basic kind of way, but like it's just so uninteresting and it's just so, it's just so little effort. And if you're going to live with something every day of your life or at least for a few years, Put some effort into it, work a little bit, and then you'll really love it. And if you're not sure, and by the way, here's a really helpful tip. If you really don't know what to buy, well, first of all, DM me because I love to be DM'd with decorating decorating dilemmas and advice. Um, and if you have, by the way, seriously, like I will put it on the show. Um, or if you're deciding between a few things, I'm more than happy to just help you out. Um, but I will say... Yeah, avoid, avoid sets. The other thing you can do too is like Pottery Barn and Crate and Barrel and CB2. They all have um, in-house interior design that's free. So if you're like, hey, Crate and Barrel, I'm going to buy a bunch of furniture from you. Can you help me 
you know, can you help me choose something? Um, that is that is something that is doable and it's free. And I think especially if you are spending a good amount of money on something, you want it to be right and you want a professional opinion. So again, you don't need to buy anything that's part of a set. It's just such a cop out. Okay, here's something for the kitchen. Eight million pots and pans. <laughs> now, if you don't cook... Like, I think there's a lot of pressure. You need this and that and nonstick and stick and all these things. And I will say, like, less is more. I kind of end up using the same four or five pans over and over again. Um, and I literally, I have, like, one or two pots that I use. So I think that, like, the other, you, I really recommend evaluating what you cook and what kind of pots and pans you need if you eat out all the time and like maybe you make eggs for breakfast once a week you probably just need like one pot and one pan now i know that's very minimalistic but i would say it's better to buy something that's high quality and spend more money on it even if you don't use it a lot than like a whole bunch of junk i will say though money does not always equal um equal quality um i'll be honest with you i have some all clad stuff i love and then i have some all clad stuff their non-stick was so totally disappointing and it was very very expensive now mind you when it comes to non-stick cookware you have to be really really careful i know you didn't think there was going to be some cooking in this show but there was um if you get anything non-stick and i recommend getting non-stick you know because honestly because i'm lazy um people don't understand that if you treat it properly it will last longer don't put listen like if you're making if you're i wouldn't recommend using olive oil in nonstick cookware regularly it can mess up the um the surface instead use a little bit of butter what i do is i cut a tiny bit of butter out of the pan and then i spill out the excess in the sink um and so you also like don't put it in the dishwasher even if it says it's dishwasher safe it doesn't last as long now mind you like i have a set of i i mean i have a lot of cookware and my husband and i cook a lot so it's definitely worth it for us to have the more expensive the more high-end the better things but i'll tell you we have this set of tfal cookware that um i'm pretty sure it was like a press gift but it was like 99 dollars for a big set and we've been putting that just because it's not as nice um in the dishwasher because again we're lazy and i have to tell you it's really stood up um so and that you can get it it was from i don't know if they still have it but it's a t-fowl set that's sold exclusively at target and i've been very very impressed so we do put that in the dishwasher most of the time because it's so cheap and we know eventually we're going to get rid of it anyway so what's the point i know that's not great for the environment so you can troll me on that one um but anyway but even part of it too, like we don't use olive oil in it, we use butter. Also, you're not supposed to use nonstick cookware on a super high flame. Now, while I do it occasionally, yeah, but if you do that every single day, your nonstick cookware won't last as long. I actually wrote an article about this for Reader's Digest, and it was truly educational and kind of a game changer. Um, so anyway, as I was saying, you really, I think that most people that don't cook a lot or don't cook often 
really just need like maybe two pans in a pot. Again, very basic. If you're living in an apartment, if you have a small kitchen, you don't really need more than that. I will tell you, I love the one pan from, okay, I'm going to look it up right now, what it's called. Um, the one, I think it's from our place. I really love this. Yes, the our place always pan. That's what it's called. So I'll tell you, if you are in a studio apartment and trust me i've lived in plenty um and you do not have a lot of space for any of this or you have a small kitchen or again you don't cook a lot but maybe you want something high quality i love this i use this pan at least once a week it replaces so it's sort of it's sort of like a small wok that's the best way i can describe it okay so it's and i'm reading this from the website so it's non-toxic it's ceramic coating you can use it on any kind of cooktop you can't use it in the oven though that's the only thing i'll say but if you want to save money on oven dishes just buy pyrex at the supermarket i know this is not a very glamorous episode so it has it's okay so basically it can pour you can boil in it if you like to make dumplings by the way this thing makes the best dumplings and it comes with a pan you can braise sear steam strain saute fry boil serve store anything in this pan it is not dishwasher safe i will say though it is one of the easiest pans to clean and it comes in super cute colors i have a pink one there's yellow there's red there's like a terracotta. There are different shades of blue. There's a sage green. There's a white. Um, so I would say, again, it, they do go on sale every now and then. It's $145 for one pan. But I actually think it's completely worth the money. I will tell you, though, you do have to be a little bit careful with the like, oh, and it comes with the greatest wood spatula. Oh, that's another tip, too. I should do just like a whole episode on cookware and cooking. Um, do not use a metal spatula on nonstick cookware. Even if it says you can, it can actually be really dangerous if it's Teflon because it does scratch it. And by the way, I though the T-Fal, um, the T-Fal set that I was talking about said it was scratch free and came with a um came with a metal spatula and I decided to just go really hard on it because I was testing actually this article was for a sweat life now that I come come to think about it you know what if I can find it um I will put it in the show notes but um I decided to just go crazy on one of the pans just again like they gifted it to me so I was like let me test this and really let me give people like the right information and it did get scratched so I would say the only things that metal spatulas are good for is barbecuing. If not, I tell people just throw it out or put it away. Um, they're just they're just not good for your cookware, even if even if they say it's fine. So again, no one needs eight thousand pieces of cookware. Here's another one for the kitchen. A lot of this is kitchen stuff. Sort of ended up being a kitchen centric episode. China. No one really needs china plates. I really wanted china when I got married. I saw this beautiful Kate Spade china and I said to my husband, which is not even like that fancy. Um, 
And I said to my husband, oh my God, we'll just, we'll, we'll wash all of our dishes on China mode or whatever it is. And he's like, Amanda, it's going to get ruined. It's going to get destroyed. And you know, he's like, this is not good for every day. And you know what? He was right. Here's the thing about China. Now, mind you, there's a lot of stuff, like stuff that you buy that says China, um, like on the dishes, you know, and it's totally microwavable and dishwasher safe and all of that. Um, I am talking about the stuff that's like really either antique or things you can only hand wash. And I don't, I just don't recommend it. Um, it's not practical. Now, if you're religious, and I don't think that like the crowd that listens to me is super religious. Like, you know, if you're an Orthodox Jew and you do Shabbat dinner, or even if you're not Orthodox, if you're, you're just a fan of a fan of Shabbat, you know, um, and you end up doing it every week. It's just a lot to clean up. It's really unnecessary. I mean, there, listen, I love the Hermes China, the Versace China, Maybe that I kind of regret. Okay, so between all of us, I kind of regret not registering for that because it would have been like beautiful tablescapes and I just wasn't thinking. Um, now I'll never buy it. But the point is, sorry, I got interrupted there for a second by Lulu coming into the room. Um, for all intents and purposes, China is just not, again, if you have a lot of people over, it's just a pain to maintain. It's beautiful. Do I think it's necessary? No. Do I think most people should buy it? Absolutely not. Um, that being said, instead, buy dishes you really love. Um, I bought these the set of dishes. So I have Kate Spade Charlotte Street and there's different one. There's like Charlotte Street North, Charlotte Street East. And I actually mixed um, different pieces from the different sets. And it's actually kind of, it's not like all the same dish. It's actually meant to be mixed and matched. And I love it. In retrospect, I wish I would have gotten gray instead of blue because I feel like blue does not go it's navy blue listen does it work with the things i own it does but i have black dining chairs and i always feel like it looks weird but to be honest with you we end up eating on the sofa most of the time anyway so it doesn't really make doesn't really make that big of a difference but i love i love those dishes they're so super cute i was also gifted by my mother-in-law a set of westward ho which is technically china but it is dishwasher safe um it's this like cute cowboy china. It's really funny. Um, we don't use it too often. Only I would actually use it more often than we do. But the problem is I have it up in a high cabinet and I'm short because our kitchen just doesn't have very good storage. And the priority goes to cookware because we do cook a lot in the house. Um, one day I will have a normal size kitchen and I'll probably end up with like 10,000 sets of plates. But um, buy plates you love. Don't buy plain white plates. Okay, that being the, there are exceptions. I know most people don't like square plates. Um, I happen to kind of like them or even like an octagon, a hexagon, any sort of, any sort of interesting shape like that. You know, you can get like, there's just so many, if you're, especially if you're getting married and it's on your registry and someone else is paying for it, get what you want, get something cute, don't get junk, get something good. And if you don't like fancy plates or you're like, I can't see myself eating 
off of plates, you know, every day that are highly decorated, go to a pottery barn, a crate and barrel and buy just like plain, simple, minimalist white plates. I think, and then, you know, you can get crazy with different cloth napkins or with, you know, different placemats, that kind of thing. Um, I love pepper for placemats. Um, they have, I have a beautiful set from them. I have my own set of really cute disposable ones for the holidays, which I will be pushing like crazy with Elizabeth Sutton, who is one of my favorite artists. Um, those are cute and those are easy and they're great just like, especially for kids. Um, if you're having a lot of people over, like if you're having 15, most people don't have 15 placemats. So, so the disposable ones can be super, super helpful and still look really nice. But again, if you don't want to go crazy on plates, just a high quality white plate totally works. And again, accessorize according. It's sort of like having a capsule wardrobe in that way. Um, where you kind of do the same thing for every season, but then you mix things out with accessories, you know, or you bring it out. I mean, I don't know. That was a really poor analogy, but, but you get my point here. Okay. Here's something else. Multiple coffee makers. I don't get this. Like I'll see people with a Keurig and an espresso and I'm like, first of all, I don't think it looks nice when you leave a lot of things out on your kitchen counter. I know that's a hot take because I know that people have the like the KitchenAid mixer and the Instant Pot and this and that. And I was just watching actually, this is really interesting. So I think I've talked about this on the podcast before. And if you couldn't tell, I have ADD. Um, and I was watching um, Jessica McCabe, who I have very mixed feelings about because she does this very well-known YouTube channel called How to ADHD. And She's really, you know, the problem is she's a spokesperson for Chad, which is funded by the pharmaceutical companies. And that really, really bothers me. And if you want to know why, um, listen to the episode I'm going to post with Allie soon, or maybe already out by the time you're listening to this, or even listen to the episode with um, Skinny Vinny, where I talk a little bit about it. It's a very different kind of episode. Just a heads up. Um, but he's, he's actually become my bud and we're doing, um, I will actually have another podcast with him, which we're also going to have on YouTube. That's going to be totally different from that. So we've become very close friends since, um, doing that podcast and he's just like such a good human being. But anyway, I digress. See the ADHD thing. Um, some people call it ADD, some people call it ADHD, but anyway, so she was talking about how she organizes her home to have, um, you know, so she can function better with ADD. And I'm looking at her kitchen and there's like a thousand appliances out. And I'm like that. And I'm not the neatest person. Um, I aspire to be neater. I aspire to be less messy and to have less clutter. And I'm really starting to declutter on, on the reg. But um, what I would say is this, you know, why leave all that shit out? And why have two, again, no one needs two coffee makers. First of all, I am not a fan of drip coffee. I don't know what it is. It's really hard for me to drink. I'm very spoiled. I like my Nespresso. Um, and I just got a new one that makes lattes. Like there's a milk, there's a little milk thing you insert like, um, and it literally, it foams the milk so perfectly. 
I mean, this thing is a dream. But I don't understand. Again, like, do you need a Keurig and an espresso? Well, like, are you more of an espresso drinker? Are you more of a latte drinker? Or do you really, do you like drip coffee? I feel like less people like drip coffee. I feel like we all settle for drip coffee, but no one loves it. Like, don't tell me that your, that drip coffee is as good as a latte. Because you know what? It's not. Um, so I would say, actually, Nespresso makes a machine that will make regular coffee and espresso. Um, I actually had it for years and it was a great machine. My only problem with it is that you have to buy original Nespresso capsules and I usually just get the compatible ones from Amazon because they're, um, because honestly, because they're cheaper and it's like my cheap thing um, is having <laughs> espresso expensive, you know, maker just less expensive espresso. And I just felt like for like the dollar a day I was spending, I could spend like less than half of that and have the compatible. So I prefer, so that's called, I think a Virtuo line machine makes both. And then the original line just makes, but like, again, get the one that makes you a lot. If you want to wake up and feel fancy every morning, get the Nespresso that does both. Um, And I think Ninja might have... I could be wrong, might have like a coffee bar machine that makes regular and lattes, but I don't understand people that are like, well, I need a, I need both a Keurig and, um, and a drip coffee maker and an espresso. Like, that's just like so much. Like, you know, pick one. No one really needs it. But I would say like, think about what you like to do. I will also say, I think Keurig, there's also a lot of choice. I will say though, with Keurig capsules versus Nespresso. Um, And if you really like drip coffee, go ahead. But you really don't need 17 coffee makers. Here's a hot take. Here's one chefs are going to hate me for. A food processor and a blender. I have both. I really don't think that you need both. If you're trying to save space or save money, the things that I do, I usually use my food processor once a week to make pesto. And my pesto is delicious. It's so good, um, if I do say so myself. But could I do it? Could it, Will it most likely taste the same in the blender as it does in the food processor? Yep, it does. Again, If you are like a super serious home cook, buy both. But I don't think the average person, and I would say we are semi-serious home cooks, my husband and I, but I don't really think that you need to spend money or, you know, have space for both. Okay, last one, outdoor dishes. Now, I think it does look nice in the sense, let me just say this. So the purpose of outdoor dishes really are because regular dishes can break outside. But like, and they look, there were some really cute outdoor dishes, even like ones you get from Target, little plastic ones. But those little plastic ones, by the way, can't be put in the dishwasher, which is annoying. It's just something I don't think that people need. You just don't. And that, that being said, if you have a tendency to break things, drop things, Or if you have like a concrete patio or pavers where things could break, maybe you want to invest in outdoor dishes and outdoor glasses. But I just feel like it's totally unnecessary. Now, we live in an apartment building where we have a tiny little patio that fits two chairs that we never go out on. 
Also, because there's a guy with a leaf blower that just like blows dirt onto the furniture out there. Um, and I never want to clean it or sit on it. I actually just really want to throw it out if you want to know the truth. But it's just kind of like sitting there right now. Um, so I would say this, like it's, it's just unnecessary. So well, there's a little courtyard area in our building and there are grills. And when we have people over because of fun and because of the pandemic, we'll sit outside and we'll eat. Um, and I usually just use regular, you know, just my regular Kate Spade plates, like I said, are more than fine and more than get the job done. And again, if you have a lot of people over or you like the festive look of it, I would also say you could get super cute trays for the outdoors to carry the plates on to then set the table. That looks really nice. Um, and then use it to hold and then, you know, keep, you know, different dishes, um, you know, like your whatever your or condiment or wine or whatever it is on the trays outside and sort of use it as a center, reuse it as a centerpiece. You could do that, but no one really needs plastic outdoor plates or melamine, um, as it's sometimes called. So that's it. That's all I've got for you. I think today was very practical. I think we got in real deep about kitchen. If you like kitchen stuff, let me know. What did you think of this episode? DM me at It's Amanda Lauren on Instagram, at Amanda Lauren on Twitter. I want to know everything you're thinking about this podcast. And again, if you have listened so far, you probably like it. Please subscribe, rate, and review, or share with a friend. If you story my podcast, I'm more than happy to restore restore you and restore you, you know, like emotionally. Anyway, that's it. I'm Amanda Lauren, and thank you for listening.